No! I just broke my laptop. Yeah. No. Welcome back to the Jojatorium. Remember too, whenever uh, it was, we found the the German Scheiser porn. Let's well, not lie to each other. You're in twerk classes over there. That's yeah, what yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fitness class. Working on them TikTok videos you like so much. Dead face. Got right in front of you. Welcome back to the Jojatorium. You know who it is. It's Adam. It's Matt. We're decaying with the boys, and we are not fraudulent like that underhanded Red Ranger. Seinfeld hooked you for being a show about nothing, so let Jake and the Dingus dig deep into your ears with their pot about nothing. These two hosts bring hilarious banter, great interviews, intriguing guests, and the right doses of distraction from the craziness of your everyday Jake and the Dingus can be found on Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Give them a follow on Twitter and Instagram with at Jake Dingus Show, but just make sure you tell them that the boy sent you. And what the hell are you doing? Don't worry about it. I'll tell you about it later. Uh, oh, I'm in. I'm in. Tra- I'm cool, and I will tell you about it later. Welcome back. Uh, uh, we took a break. Took a short break. How you feeling? You feeling right? Re- we took a week off. Just to kind of recalibrate, recharge the batteries. We were doing, uh, we had some a beer fest go down. Yeah, had a lot of fun. Okay, how you um, doing? Good. You feeling good? Yeah, I'm feeling you good. look good. Got my yeah, got my stun of shades, brother. <laughs> is it because your your future's too bright? Is that, that what it is? Yeah. Oh, sorry, my future's too bright. <laughs> uh, did, don't worry about it. Did you? Did you do anything while we were off for a week? Yeah, I, I hit some uh, hit some good breweries up. I think we're going to talk about a few of them here in a little bit. Okay. But, uh, yeah, hit some breweries. Um, <laughs> was was supposed to go to a concert that didn't happen. Yeah. It got canceled. I think it got COVID related. <laughs> canceled. Shut down. Yeah. Thanks um, a lot, Governor Wolf. So missed that. But yeah, <laughs> no, had a had uh, had some fun. Brewed a beer with Mondays. He needed some help. Um, we have a, a collab coming up that we'll talk about here in a second. Cool. Um, as well, not with Mondays, but probably do with them sometimes too. But nice. Yeah, I, I kept busy. I uh, yeah, I mean yeah. I'm, I can see that. Think, did you? Hey, yeah, did, I'm did, here. Did you do anything else? I'm trying to figure out. No, stuff. don't we do beers? Don't we need a beer? Yeah. Okay. So it's round one. Yeah. Adam, you continue bringing some of the best brews in the Berg. Put that all together. Yeah. Caught round one beers. What we got? Intro it in, plebe. Good job. Oh, okay. So we have. Uh, hey, I got your beer right here. Okay. I got fruit gloops. Okay. Uh, from our new friends at Four Score Brewing. Nice. It is a collab with Ingenious Brewing out of Humble, Texas. They took our favorite childhood breakfast cereal. I'm going to take a guess that it's Fruit Loops. I would hope so. <laughs> got nowhere else we're going to get that from. <laughs> and brought it into the sour world. So we got a sour here. It's blended with uh, blood orange, sweet cherry, raspberry, and strawberry. And uh, then their base sour is conditioned on the cereal. So expect crazy hints of breakfast cereal and cereal milk. Okay. 
That sounds really good, man. And four scores out of Gettysburg, PA. Nice. Uh, the, yeah, they were just in town for the best brunch ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, festival. We served directly across from them. It was just, oh, it's we had a lot of fun. Yeah, they, they the last place I was at when they were there, um, they had a good, good paid in sound effects. We... We shared some beers with them. They had a couple Holy different shit. things. It smells like cereal milk. Like as oh, yeah? soon as the can cracked. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Nice. No, but they had a really good porter, I want to say. It was like a coffee porter. Everyone was kind of clamoring for it. Um, this is a different. They had like a cake beer, too. At the yeah. End the last one. Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. So if you want to go on four score, it's uh, at four score brewing on all social media. This thing is pouring thick. It's thick. There you go. It's milky. It's creamy. It's fruity. It's good. It, and at the festival, they were rimming it with a Fruit Loop cereal. Oh, wow. It like it tastes like if you were like just drinking the Fruit Loop cereal milk, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's really good. Totally, totally. Very good. Very yeah. good. Well done by Fourscore. Yeah. And Ingenious. I've had some Ingenious stuff we really liked. Yeah. I think we had them on the pod before. Yeah, Texas. yeah. At Texas, yeah, yeah. Got them in some Tavor boxes. So nice. They make some good stuff, yeah. too. And again, if you know what's going on with Four Scores at Four Score Brewing on all social media, um, Facebook and Twitter. I think so, I think on Instagram too. For sure on Instagram. Everyone's on Instagram. We're on Instagram at Um So Adam, while we sip on this delicious beer from Four Score, it's very good, very much so. I have to announce how proud I am to be sitting next to my best friend and the champion because he's a muff. Fucking champion, Adam Bashline yeah. took home gold. You told me to dress like I'm dressing like a champion. Yeah, this is how they do it. That's how. That's what this is. <laughs> for life, we can do the dragon steamboat. I'm coming for you. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, man. I'm taking these. These are really small for my head. <laughs> um, so I'm taking those off. But yeah, uh, but yeah you took. Uh, let's talk about. Yeah, we we took home. We took home the gold for dark British beer. Yeah, uh, for the trash competition. Um, a lot of great breweries out there. We talked a little bit about me filling in to judge on the first session. Yeah. Um, then the award ceremony hit. Uh, fifth season one, like we featured, I believe, three weeks ago. Yeah, they're sours. Uh, with with Brutiful on here. Um, so, yeah, great time. Met some new friends. Got to hang out and drink beer all day. Um, Wonderful. Not too shabby. Yeah. And um, it's leading to a collab Okay. With Leaning Cask Brewing. Wonderful. That will, uh, I assume, be on draft and maybe, in, I think they talked about doing cans as well out of their tap room, but it will also be at the National Homebrew Convention. Oh, is nice. The, is the whole reason we're doing it. To, and that's uh, the Dark Roots, to right? It there. It'll be a version of our Dark Roots. Okay. Uh, we're, we're working on a collab. It's going, it's scaling way up to a 10-barrel system, um, so we're going to alter some things, but it will be an oatmeal stout. Nice, good, good. That that we're that we're actually collabing on. It's oh, not wonderful. just it's I'm not standing just the dark there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not just my beer on a bigger system. It's not just me standing there while they brew their oatmeal yeah. stout. We're putting our minds together. We're going to come up with something. I was going to say, you, very good. You've gone quite beyond standing there and throwing rice holes into a into a here and there, here and there. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I get to do some fun stuff. Yeah, Pem Brewery. That was cool. They let me do stuff. Yeah. Let you yeah. do a lot of stuff. Chopping peppers. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, it should be fun. Um, I'm happy it's Leaning Cask. They're known for their English styles. Um, yeah. I mean, they have a very English pub atmosphere at their place with um, that style of beer. Mm -hmm. uh, so winning that category, I think it's a good match. 
Absolutely, and they yeah. make great beers, and they name all their dog, uh, all their beers after dogs, which is after your heart. Which you we love dogs. dogs here in the JJ Twenty, yeah. of course. It's named after a dog. Wonderful. So, I'm psyched. Yeah, psyched. Cool. We'll be up there Saturday, the Saturday after you're listening to this, okay. uh, to brew it. So wonderful. Yeah, and so if you want what's going on with Leaning Cast, they are at Leaning Cast Brewing, and that's on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and you can actually get their cans all over the place. They're in uh, the Market District. Uh, Giant Eagles, and you can also get them in Mike Mike's Beer Barn. They're get down that there. Strawberry well. Wiggle Butt. That's our dude. That is the night we we time traveled. We kept having that strawberry basil. Oh, delicious! So, Adam, you talked about Fourscore being at uh, the best brunch ever, thrown thrown by fueled by hops. How'd that go for you? It was a lot of fun. We had a good time. It was uh, nice to get our first. It's our first festival under our belt in twenty twenty one. Um, or wait, are we in 2022? 2022, buddy. It's okay. So just so you guys know. It's been a weird time. Our first festival in 2022. Yeah. Also, peek behind the curtain. We just did live stream for The Cure, and we ate spiked hot sauce popcorn, so we're still trying to shake the cobwebs off of that one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm also, well, in my, in my work life, I'm also working on stuff for 2023, so my whole, the years are all blending together. Is it, is it accurate to say you are traveling back to the future? You know what? Let's get in that DeLorean, baby. You trying to bang your mom? <laughs> no. <laughs> I love you, Patty. It's, oh. Peggy, it's Peggy, you hot sauce leading. I stupid. know. <laughs> Just doxed my mom. That's why I <laughs> So talk about the brunch, man. I didn't get to go. I had some things I had to take care of. So you actually got to go there and check out some of the stuff. Fourscore was there. Were there other breweries there that were really holding down? Yeah, thankfully we got – we were kind of like in this little alcove off to the side, and we were back in there serving right next to Full Pint and uh, Hitchhiker. So nice. it was a really cool time for us. Um, then two down from us was Log Yard out of Kane, PA that Wonderful. we've had. By God, it's Kane. <laughs> that we've had. Uh, we featured their beer on the podcast before. Uh, who else was back in our little corner there? Oh, uh, um, Tattered Flag and, oh, nice. and their new brewing adventure, Yabru, which is like a 90s retro <laughs> brewing thing. Their jockey box was a Little Tykes toy box. Over That's their, so cool. Over their jockey box, which is freaking <laughs> cool. And they, yeah, and so we had a bunch of adjuncty stuff down our way. Um, Mondays was there. Arboretum Trail was there serving some of their best. Uh, the Arboretum Trail Ben, who we had on the podcast, yes. actually did a candy bacon uh, barley wine. It was a really good. Wine? Yeah. Yeah, I had too much of that. Yeah. Uh, Abjuration brought some sick stuff out. I mean, a bunch of friends of the podcast. Um, and then we got to make really good friends with one of my favorite breweries that I've never gotten to serve next to. Um, but I've traveled to get their beer many times. Magic City. Oh, nice. Yeah. Brought home a, brought home a hat and uh, a lot of swag from them. And then another brewery that we'll talk about in the second half of the podcast. Wonderful. We'll keep that little secret yeah, right now yeah. so we can go ahead and But a good time. Uh, of course, an after party broke out down here in the Jejutorium. Yeah. Didn't go to bed till 4.30 in the morning. Sunday was a mess. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah. And that's the benefit, good too. Time. When we tell you guys about these, these times that we're out there pouring beers for you, sometimes you might get that little lanyard, come back to the Jejutorium. Yeah. Get a little sneak peek of some other stuff. Yeah, and and and, and uh, big thanks to Hop Farm. They hosted oh, the huge, event. Yeah. Uh, it was it was wonderful. Uh, during our lunch break in between sessions, I tried to go, um, you know, 
purchase some beer, you know, yeah. help out the the fest. Um, and it was on the house for people that were working oh, that that's day. Still nice, so dude. very nice of them. I will how be many patronizing pro- the tap room soon and making up for that though. How many profundos did you try to? I consume? just had one. <laughs> I mean. I think the first I would have insisted on paying if I had more oh, yeah, than one. Yeah. But I did get the profound. <laughs> so good. So good. If you like Italian Pilsner, it's like yeah. it's the best in the city. Yeah. Wonderful, man. And then I heard great things about uh your beer from other people, other patrons that I directed to go to the festival. I heard great things about you guys. And also too, you sent me a picture to let me know that if I would have actually worked there that day, I would have died because Hitchhiker had triple shakes. Yeah. And it was literally in an ice bath, reaching distance from our jockey oh, box. Yeah, you oh, I died. You would have crushed yourself. I was like, another one. And Andy would have been totally fine just oh. handing you cans. 100%. You know yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was a great time. Got to serve next to some really cool people. Um, met some really cool people, the people that attended. Got some great feedback on the beers. Cool. Kicked some kegs, which is always That's the goal. That's always the goal. So, yeah. Had a good time. Yeah. All right, so we are back in the Jojitorium, and as you know, Adam, there's a lot going on in the world of uh, combat sports right now. A ton. Tons of stuff. But right now, what we got to touch on real quick before we go into some other AEW news is the Owen Hart Cup predictions, because we are entering some of the semifinals as well as wrapping up the quarterfinals. So by the time you hear this, I believe that some of these matches may have wrapped up, but we're just going to go ahead and kind of take our picks and see if we can make some predictions here. So the outstanding matches in the Owen Hart Cup for the women's side, Tony Storm and Britt Baker are going to go at it, and Ruby Soho and Chris Statland are going to go at it. So first and foremost, let's look at a, a great matchup here with Tony Storm and Britt Baker, the pride of Pittsburgh. Um, I'm telling you right now, that's going to be you know usually the way these things work. The final doesn't live up to one of the matches leading up to it. This is it. I think Tony Storm v Britt Baker. DMD is going to be the best match in the tournament, and the finals will not live up to it. I can't disagree with that. And I, it's really hard for me to pick a winner on this. Mm-hmm. I think since Britt just dropped the belt, they're probably going to move her on. But Tony, Stor- Tony Storm's that shiny new toy yep. that um, also needs a push. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do. But I'm going to say it's going to be uh, Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho in the finals. I'm going to challenge you. I think it's going to be Tony Storm and Chris Statlander in in the end there because I think Britt Baker's on a collision course with Jamie Hayter. I feel that that whole oh, – that needs to be an implosion, that. and they don't need a belt to make that. Well, there's no belt here. It's just going to be the cup. Well, there's a rumor here that there are belts made for this tournament. Oh, okay. That it's well, going to be sense. like the um, the impact – the AEW diamond ring. Okay. So you get to carry it for a year. Um, so there's, uh, there's also other belts. We'll get into this later too, about other belts possibly be coming into play here. But I think Tony storm getting a good push over Britt Baker to put Britt Baker in a feud with Jamie Hader makes sense. And I think Chris Statlander with her new gimmick going over Ruby Soho to put Ruby Soho into a, um, a program with Nyla Rose makes a lot of sense. That's, 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 that's all good and well, but mm-hmm. let me tell you why I'm better than you. <laughs> And you know it. You put your glasses back on. <laughs> you know what? I will. Okay. Uh, Britt Baker's the best heel out of these four. Absolutely. The only heel, right? So it would be kind of good. Is Statlander technically a heel now? Or she's just wearing dark what, clothes? I think she's the anti-hero. Yeah, she's whatever. She's not making it to the finals. Um, Britt Baker is the heel. 
So yep. you need the f- biggest face he can get in the other match. Chris Statlander was a auxiliary player that was plugged in. She was an alternate because of an injury. Right. So it's Ruby Soho. Yeah. And that's why it makes sense. It does make sense and that you way. you know it. My way makes more sense, though, because Tony yeah, Storm, we'll see. We'll see needs, she's Wednesday. too new. She needs a big push. She needs a big push. She's going to get it. Either way, I think, we'll though, see. I think either way that we're picking that, you're going to get a good finals out of that. But I, tru- I do, but I think Tony Storm, Britt Baker's, yeah. That's going to be the match to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we move on to the male side here. We have uh, Samoa Joe taking on Kyle O'Reilly. And I already have a feeling who you'd like to pick in this match. So I'm going to go ahead and say Samoa Joe is going to move on so I can hear how you would to fight Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and the, that'll be the final then, right? This is yes. going to the final. We already know Adam Cole's in there. Yes. After he beat Jeff Hardley. Um, so uh, He stumbled a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he sure did. He's a stumbly-bumbly guy here in AEW. Oh, he's so now, Wellness policy is not quite what it was. No, it wasn't. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely picking my boy Kyle O'Reilly. I don't want to see the Undisputed Era uh, elite implode this early, but it'll be a good match. The reason and, and they did the injury angle with Samoa Joe. They did. It's, which is the real reason I'm picking Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. I think that Samoa Joe going over will help out eventually when Kenny Omega and the Bucks start the dissension with the ultimate elite. That needs to happen. And I think if you put Kyle O'Reilly against Adam Cole too soon, that you're going to start their breakup a little too quickly. You need to have that Red Dragon and Adam Cole intact so they can actually ha- – you, you need – the trios, which we'll talk about that here, but you need more established trios, and I think putting Kyle O'Reilly against Adam Cole too soon yeah. is going to break that. I up. don't completely disagree with that. I'm just not sure why they did the injury angle with Samoa's arm this week. Then I think it's, that seems weird because I think he's going to lose in the finals, and I think that he's going to he's going to go into a program with Jay Lethal. That would be cool as yeah. long as they keep that NBA player out of it. Yeah, whatever. You see him try to step over the rope this week, and his balls got stuck. Yeah. Understandably so. He probably has a huge package and he's yeah. getting stuck. But on. he's also, his legs just aren't quite long enough to do that spot. <laughs> he's like, I'm diesel, but you're he's, not diesel. But he forced it. He almost freaking castrated himself. Hey, Gordon, look, I'm diesel from 95. <laughs> no, you're not. Hey, Gordon, remember when Psycho Sid did this? <laughs> I remember when he broke his fucking leg. That's exactly what that looked like. By the way, can we just do a status check? You already finished your beer. It's so good. And I still have that much left. It's so good. Thank you, Fourscore, for yeah. what you've done. <laughs> so, Adam, since we've uh, kind of established our own heart cup predictions, let's move on to AEW Double or Nothing preview and predictions because that's coming up uh, in about a week or so here, right? Uh, May 29th? Yes, one week from when you're listening to this podcast. Yes. So, we're going to go through the card as it is set so far. And we'll see what we can come up with for some predictions here. Um, one of the most anticipated tag teams that we never knew we wanted, Hookhausen, which is Hook and Danhausen, taking on Tony Nese and smart Mark Sterling. I love, here's what I'll say, Divided, I love all these characters. Love them. All together, train wreck. I don't want to watch this match because the only two people I want to see actually hook horns here is Hook and Tony Nese. Right. And that's what I think is going to happen. You basically have their two managers involved on the side. Quintessentially. Yeah. And I hope that the the writing and the creative is smart enough, and I think they will be, to kind of have Dan Housen and Sterling kind of like lock each other up so to let Hook and Tony Nese go at go it. Go at it, yeah. yeah. Should be a good, it should be a decent match as, as soon as you get the 
goofy, gimmicky stuff out of the way. Yeah. I mean, I I remember when Danhausen could wrestle. But yeah. Clearly, now he's in the uh, manager role. I remember too. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's just cursing people and not doing anything yeah. with it. Yeah, I, I totally see uh, Hookhausen winning this. Yeah. Keep hooks push established. Um, but I, hopefully, they make Tony Nies look. Like a competitor. Like I not think a they will. Squash. And this is on the buy-in, right? The pre-show. So. I believe so. And I, I um, think, too, what will be nice. Something something else will probably be added to that pre-show. I, would, I believe so. It's good, it probably a female match, I would say. It'd be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Where's where's uh, Hirsch? Where's she been? She's hurt. injured. Ah, there you go. Hirsch is hurt. <laughs> ah, my bad. I would like to see eventually, she banged too, up her leg. If you took Hook and Tony Nice and somehow injected them into the TNT title race, because I'm sick and tired of seeing Sammy Guevara. Well, he's out of it too now, right? No. Oh, it's all, it's all, it's all uh, back. He's all back in it. Man. Oh. It's, it's, I thought he hurt his neck. Nah, he's he's in there causing trouble. But Scorpio's the champ, right? Scorpio, yeah, Scorpio's guy's the champ for now. Is he even on? Why is he not on the card yet? That's something we need to do. Yeah. Where's our TNT title match? Let's get that on there. So we move on to the uh, men's Owen Hart Cup tournament final, and we kind of went back there. We said, and right now it's Adam Cole taking on the winner of Kyle O'Reilly and Samoa Joe. We both are divided on this. Um, I'm I, gonna, I was kind of being a contrarian. I agree with you. I think it'll probably be Samoa Joe. I think Adam Cole's yeah. going to go over, but I think Adam Cole's going to yeah. go over as well. So I'm I think with we, you on that one. Yeah, we can agree that definitely for sure that Adam Cole's going to go over on that one because I think uh, I think at this point Adam Cole needs that last push. He's definitely got the heat that he needs, and and him. The thing I love, and I think you said it before, when he was mimicking Shawn Michaels during the Owen Hart Cup yeah. quarters, I was in love with that. Yeah, he was mimicking uh, Shawn Michaels while Dax was Bret mimicking Hart. Bret Hart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Dax is a hell of a singles wrestler, by the way. He sure is. He's I was definitely really, yeah, I was really impressed by him. Uh, so we're going to go on to the Women's Owen Hart Cup Tournament Final, and it's all to be determined at this point, um, but I still think... I'm going to hold on true to Tony Storm and Chris Dantlander going at it, and I'm going to pick Tony Storm to go over. Yeah. Uh, again, you're picking wrong. The glasses are back oh, on because I'm better than you. It's going to be you know it. It's going to be Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. Although a winner out of those two is tough to pick. Um, I'm going to lean with our hometown girl Britt Baker, though. Yeah. If I had to pick, if Britt Baker's in the match, I'm always going to pick her, um, except for when she goes against Tony Storm. Because I, not that I think Britt Baker isn't better than Tony Storm, but I think Tony Storm needs the push more than Britt Baker, because Britt Baker can do anything she wants to right now, and it's hot, it's all, dude. She wrestled as a as a face. We we went and saw her. She wrestled as a face. Oh, in Pittsburgh, she's a face. Yeah, yeah. she wrestled straight face the whole time, so she can do whatever she wants: heel, yep. face, anti-hero, whatever she wants to do. Kick some ass. She'll. Uh, if Britt Baker's in that match, Britt Baker goes over, but I still think it's Tony Storm and Chris Atlander. She's with taking the cup. She's in the match. She's taking the cup. You're wrong. The glasses will prove you wrong. Well, Next. Well, glasses, McGee. Let's go on to the singles match for the AEW World's uh, Women's Championship. We got Thunder Rosa, the incoming champion, taking on Serena Deep, who cut a hell of a promo this last Wednesday, calling out everyone who didn't believe in her, including Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. Your jobber boy got slapped in the face. He took one yeah. hard. He's losing to everybody lately. <laughs> Shut up, uh, man. You know, I was actually really excited. I was like, oh, shit. What if he rolls her up real quick and gets a win? So I can- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, then I'd have to drink Seagram. Yep. What was the... What do I have to do? Drink Seagram's on the... Uh, drink line? cum. I don't know. <laughs> well, hell no. 
Definitely didn't agree to that. Dustin Rhodes, load. <laughs> I believe uh, you. We'll go back and research it, but there was some punishment. I think I was drinking semen. No, I think I was drinking something less awful than that, but awful. The Seagrams and semen are very close to each other, depending like on where it's coming. Oh, it's from. like a good seven and seven. <laughs> Yes, yes. Anyway, for this match, I'm not even going to think about that because Dustin's never winning on Dynamite anyway. No, I don't think um, I'm, I'm going to stick it with uh, stick with Thunder Rosa on this. I think this might be. Who you can uh, you can batter me if you want. This might be match of the night because Serena Deeb is super capable. Uh, it should be a great match, like you said. That great promo she put out like definitely gets you invested in this program. Yeah. But uh, the, the Thunder Rosa just got the belt. Uh, I don't think they're going to make her a transitional t- champion. Yeah, it's too soon. I think what I think you Deeb have... will get it eventually, but oh, not, yeah, not yet. For sure. Uh, Deeb has a lot of in-ring skill, and Thunder Rosa has a lot of grit. And I think, like you said, Thunder Rosa is still too new with the belt, and they are really protecting the men's and women's championship yeah. belts. This, so, yeah, this is, And this is tough for me because like, if, if Deeb was going against any other uh, babyface woman on the roster, pick I would Deeb. pick Deeb. Yeah, yeah, but I can't pick against Thunder Rosa. Nah. I think Thunder Rosa is just still a little too new with the belt that she's not going to be able to give it up right now. Nah. Um, Tony Khan's smart when he protects those belts. He's not as smart with the TNT belt, which I wish he would put more effort into. Now nah, let's just keep hopping that between somebody I really care about and somebody I hate. I can't do it, man. I'm like just keep hopping that off a of Scorpio Sky who should just hold it forever. <laughs> he should. He should be. With that for a year, man. He yeah. should he should be healing the shit. Give him out of at least till. Uh... Well, he had a good turn whenever Ethan Page. Why? <laughs> at least at least until you get to the pay per view in the fall. Yeah, to have yeah. that big pop for the loss. But let's get an let's get a TNT match on the damn card. Right? Yeah. Well, if okay, so if you could put Scorpio Sky against anybody right now for the TNT title on this pay per view, who would you pick? Man, is that tough? That's, That's a, a tough loaded... one. Well, it's, I mean. I think he's been in the picture before. I don't know if he's held the title before. Darby Allen. He's had it. Yeah, he had it for a while. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. I think those two going to He won it off cool. of Cody Rhodes the first time. Oh, that's right. Second time. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be cool yeah. as, a, as a baby face on the roster. I'd right like now. that. I'd like oh, that. I'm trying to think of somebody they just brought in that might be cool, but I can't think of it. You know who I want to hold gold? I want to see hold gold so bad. John Silver, Johnny Hungy. That would be cool. I would really. I'd watch that. He'd be a fun fighting champion to see with that TNT belt. I'd watch it. And if they're treating it the way they are, why not put it on John Silver? It'd be fun. Give him like a six month run where he's just like suplexing the shit out of people. I think it'd be a good idea. That's just me though. All right, Adam. We're looking at the AEW World Championship with Hangman Adam Page, your man crush, going against the best in the world, CM Punk. I am taking CM Punk to dethrone the Cowboy. Because it's time for CM Punk to hold this belt. Going back, going back to your last point, though. Also, Wheeler Yuta would be a good. Oh yeah, but he has that sure ROH sure. Pure Championship. Oh, that's right. He already which got. Which Allen there let him double up. You're right. They need You're him right. to push our ROH. I'm out on that. Back to CM Punk, yeah. Hangman. I am with you for the first time in his illustrious career. I am going against Adam Page. Yeah. I think his time with the title is done. Yep. It's uh, it's simmering. It's uh, on a simmering, not quite boil down from when he won it i don't know what to blame that on um he didn't have a good run man it was not a good run no no but uh cm punk cm punk dare i say it best in the world kenny omega was a better champion than hangman fuck you i'm sorry fuck you you're right i thank you (laughs) fuck you and i'll see you tomorrow (laughs) so moving on to take the glasses off you made a good point yeah 
That's what I'm here for, to take glasses I off hated, of people. I hated his damn run, but it's, I know. Well, who did Cowboy beat on the last pay-per-view? Adam Page, yeah. Adam Page, yeah. Whew. His matches against Daniel Bryan were probably the Luke, highlight. Yeah. But that uh, that Page, the, the, yeah, the tale of two Adams was not not, not as good as it could have been. Yeah. So we're looking at Jurassic Express taking on Team Taz, taking on Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Whose house? Swerve's house! That's right. And we're going to look at the three-way tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. And I know for the love of everything that's holy, you hope Jurassic Express can lose these belts. Don't care who wins. Just want to care. I just care about who's losing the belts. Correct. Yeah. And I'm with you on this one because that, again, much like Adam Page's run as a champion, I'm not invested in Jurassic Express. I want to see Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland take these belts. I'm good. Uh, I'll agree with you on that. Yes. Um, I think Team Taz is going to be doing some other stuff. I know Ricky Starks is kind of – I've heard rumors he's kind of in a contract dispute. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think they're going to put more gold on him. Nope. Sadly, I think he's great. I think Powerhouse, Powerhouse Hobbs has come a long way too. Yeah. Um, seeing him and Keith Lee square off always gets me cheering though. Absolutely. So that's cool. But, yeah, say I can only echo what you said about Jurassic Express. I just don't care. Jungle Boy's character is too goofy. Luchasaurus sucks, and uh, I don't. I don't want them to be a team anymore. Yeah, I think we're gonna. I'm. I'm hoping this kind of rolls into a Christian versus Jungle Boy. Maybe just call him Jack Perry from now on. Though program. Now here's my pitch to you. Christian helps Jungle Boy turn on Luchasaurus. No. L- listen to okay. me. Check me out. Christian is then the manager. Heel manager for a heel jungle boy, and he goes into a program with Luchasaurus, dismantles him, and moves on as a single. Can he get like a? Can he get like a, a cool street urban gimmick, and they'll call him Jungle Juice Boy? So on to the next match. <laughs> just, just comes out with bottles of Everclear and <laughs> cranberry juice. Catch up, bitches. <laughs> no, I don't like. That. I don't like that. I because no? I just want to see him go against Christian and Luchasaurus be completely out of the picture until his contract expires. They're gonna have to slowly work then him he goes out. Goes away. I think what you're saying will happen down the road, but I think the logical step is to have Christian be the heel manager to a heel jungle boy going against Luchasaurus. I don't know. I think you would have to turn Luchasaurus heel. No. He's the bigger guy. He's then too, you got the David and Goliath thing going He's on. too gimmicky. Yeah, but he comes back as Kanosaurus, and he puts a Kane mask on because he wants <laughs> to be Kane. My God, it's Kane. He wants to be Kane anyway. He, he wants to be Kane. He wants to be Kung Fu Kane because he throws he all those kicks. He's not good at them. He's not good. No. He's not good at anything. <laughs> Except painting his tongue green. Which he's not even good at that. Blah. Blah. <laughs> okay. The Bushwhackers did that. Get the fuck at the back of the line. <laughs> you fucking jobber. Oh, oh, maybe him and Dustin Rhodes could form a tag team called the Ultimate Jobbers. Yeah. And oh, look- no. The prehistoric jobbers because they're both old and suck. Wow. <laughs> I got, I'm got. i filled with You're ideas. Full, like, I can't give you any more sugary beer because this is what happened. Dude, this is – yeah, this is really – Yeah, it's got – Hyping me up, brother. I feel like the macho. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, Adam, we're going to move on to the last match. It's actually confirmed for double or nothing right now. Sure is. It's Jericho Jericho Appreciation Society going against Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, baby. Hey, hey. Santana Ortiz Blackpool Combat Club, which includes Brian Danielson, John Moxley. And we have Mr. William Regal. This is going to be a match that nobody thought they wanted, and it's going to end up being pretty good. It's not going to be the best match of the night, but it's going to be pretty good. I like your enthi- I like your um, 
optimism. Whenever you that's start, when you put all your eggs in the Jericho basket, that's where you start thinking the match is going to suck. Uh, a lot of sometimes young times they do. There's a lot of young talent. Blood and guts. Um, I know. Trust me. I'm still trying to wipe it. Hey, Gordon, see that pile of cardboard? <laughs> you want to go through that? <laughs> I think at this point, you have to see some of the younger guys like Matt Maynard, uh, Angelo Parker, Daniel Garcia. The, those guys have to get a push. And this is their opportunity here. Because if you really see uh, 2.0 mix it up with Santana and Ortiz, that's going to be a really cool matchup. And I think letting Kingston and Jericho kind of fight off to the side and having their highlights in this match is going to be a good idea. But you're really going to have an opportunity to take some of the young talent and and elevate them, which I know there's a criticism to Jericho to at times bearing young talent. But if you look at the last stadium stampede, he let Sammy Guevara shine. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't bury them, but he always like forces himself in storylines with the hottest yeah. You know, young talent. I know. And look at what that did for Orange Cassidy. Um, but I agree. Up. Like, if you're not using this match to get Matt, Angelo Parker, and Daniel Garcia up the card, yeah. you're, you're fucking up. You got to get them elevated, and you got to get, get Santana and Ortiz, Ortiz back into the tag team Agreed. picture. And I think this match is going to do that. I think it's going to allow John Moxley, who's already established, and then... Brian. He just beats the crap out of uh, Jake Hager. <laughs> you know for a fact William Reed was going to punch Chris Jericho in the face. I hope so. It's going to it's going to be glorious. So I'm I'm actually going to take the Jericho Association. Right. I'm going with Blackpool and Kingston's group. I think because I can't pick against Kingston. You traitor! You're wearing his shirt and you're picking against him. The only reason why I'm picking against him so he gets a singles match. You traitor! I'm not a traitor. You're also picking wrong. Just realistic. The champ. <laughs> Champ knows. From Buckle to Bell and Bellator back, the boys bring you the best wrestling news in the biz. So, Adam, Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out on Raw. They just, the reigning, defending women's tag team champs walked out on Raw on the 16th. Threw their belts down on Johnny Laryngitis' desk and yeah. walked out. They said, fuck your sexist bullshit. We're not working with Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H., which... Nikki's husband lost his mind saying there's no way that they were mad. That Sasha Banks and Amy were mad. They were going to wrestle an unsafe match with Dewdrop and Nikki. I've heard that too. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't think that was the case. I think that was, uh, that it's was, all, it's all alleged, but I think, that, I don't up. think that part's true. Yeah. That's a cover up. Uh, the other report had a six pack challenge with Naomi winning by pinning Sasha Banks, effectively dismantling their team. So Naomi uh, would take on Bianca Belair in Hell in a Cell on June 5th. And lose. And lose. <laughs> so basically break up your winning tag team to take on a champion that you will lose to. And I also heard that then Sasha was going to go face, who's got the belt, Ronda or Charlotte? Ronda. Ronda, yeah. And Char lose. Yeah, Charlotte's off. Or, yeah, oh yeah, she'll lose that too. It's just, it's not, it's not an all-around good spot for them uh, and wrestling godfather Dave Meltzer reported that support from the back showed no sympathy for Banks and actually has superstars talking negatively about Banks which has slowly been debunked to a degree yeah I mean this is also isn't her first temper tantrum so like I can no. I can see that happening like I don't know poor Corey Graves got the got the brunt of it too because with here's the thing about Corey Graves he has Vince McMahon in his ear yeah so Vince McMahon wants to make you sound like shit. 
when you do these kind of things. So he's going to tell Corey Graves, you say this. And it's Corey Graves' job to say it. To say so, it, yeah. Yeah, I'm not putting any heat on no. Corey Graves. And I, I've seen it on other uh, wrestling podcasts. Maybe you would say lesser wrestling podcasts. <laughs> where they're like, oh, everybody's just freaking out because it's women doing it. And I'm like, no. When Stone Cold packed up his ball and went home, yeah. everybody fucking bitched about Like, everybody was upset about that when he didn't want to lose the Brock. Yeah. When Shawn Michaels did it, everybody got mad. Like, it's not, no, it's it's this much heat for this week. Yep. If people still care this much about it in two months, then yeah, maybe it's because they were women. But at this point, yeah. they walked out on a live show. That's news, and that's, it's getting yeah. the buzz it gets. And also, too, if you want to see what happens when a superstar decides to go against the grain, you get Shawn Michaels versus Vader when he legitimately stomp vader's head yeah. or you get Shawn michaels versus hulk hogan when he oversold everything my favorite because <laughs> i hate hulk so we also got some reports here that roman reigns will remain full-time with wwe there was a initial report right here where he was going to go part-time and not be a part of major storylines but that is now uh debunked where roman reigns will actually be full-time and he'll play a part leading up to wrestlemania with the rock as his, as his alleged opponent before he then goes part time, bummer. Yeah, <laughs> I could go for some part time Roman Reigns. Uh, can I? Can I add a story onto the Sasha Banks and Naomi walking sure. out? Sure. One more female walked out of WWE this week. Yeah. Breaking news today: Stephanie McMahon no longer in her role as uh, what was it, Chief Branding Officer? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's out. She's stepping down. Nick Khan, not Tony Khan, <laughs> not related to Tony Khan, is taking over her space as well as. He's also the man that took over for Triple H, his space, when he left for his cardiac event. Coincidence? I don't think so. <laughs> I saw a great meme today where it's Nick Khan on the left and, like, the Mortal Kombat tower. And yeah. he already beat Triple H, and now he beat <laughs> Steph, and he's, he's coming up on Vince. Vince, you don't stand a chance. Yeah, you don't stand a chance against yeah. Nick Khan. I think uh, Disney is slowly creeping So, yeah, in. big news. Uh, she she reportedly says she's just stay, stepping away to take time with her family, and she'll mm -hmm. be back, but who knows what the real... What a great built-in excuse. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I respect... Not only that, but Shane also is gone, too. Oh. So, like, yeah, the McMahons are just... Shane got fired. Stephanie decided to just <laughs> step away. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how about MJF not re-signing with AEW? Yeah, this is making big news this it week really for is. some reason, even though his contract's not up till 2024. I think because all the reports I read, he wants to re-sign right now. He wants to extend his contract now, and he knows what he's worth. And I think what's really happening here, and this is really an indictment on WWE, I think that at this point... They're tampering with that AEW contract. They're, someone's feeding him numbers. Uh, you would hope so, yeah. uh, because otherwise it's really short side of him to want to renegotiate without going into free agency. I don't know how underpaid he feels like he is. Yeah. I don't know what he makes. I know what he deserves to make. Yeah. Um, but if AEW is going to give him that, I guess, resign. If you're that unhappy with what you're making. Um, but now go ahead and... I don't know. Uh, ask for forgiveness, not for permission. Get yeah. those WWE numbers if you can. Yeah. Or just wait. If you're if you're okay getting paid, wait till 2024, become a free agent, see what both sides have to offer, take the deal you want. Right. And, and this all stems from his inflammatory statements he made when he was being interviewed by Ariel Hawani uh, when he started talking about you know numbers and figures and wanting to be the biggest wrestler in the world, which he's already... Because he a, should. Yeah, he's a millionaire in his early 20s, so it's not like he's not doing the greatest job he possibly can as a young wrestler. 
Um, but do you think that he would be as big as Cody Rhodes right now if he did jump ship to WWE? Not as big initially. They're definitely going to put him through the paces for a little while. Yeah. Um, but he would get there. Yeah, I think. I think so. Speaking too. of which, we forgot to cover his match for Double or Nothing with Ward, Wardlow. Oh, Warpig. Yeah. I think uh, MJF's going to win. Yeah. I think he is too. Um, I was I like, th- wait, we didn't cover that. Yeah. Much. It didn't make our chart. My bad. That's but right. yeah, he's going to go over because that's going to put Wardlow in a continued program with MJF, and there's going to be a big Until MJF can beat CM Punk for the belt. Yeah. Way down the road. Way, way that's down my, the road. That's my wishful thinking, yeah. folks. I tell you about a match I did see that I really really enjoyed this past week was Kyle O'Reilly and Ray Phoenix, uh, incredible, incredible match. One of the best matches I've ever seen. Kyle O'Reilly is the best in ring competitor AEW has, maybe in all of wrestling right now. Yeah, nobody can beat him. Death, no. you know, like he's, he's killer. Not only that, but then he broke Sting's leg at the end of the show, which is awesome. Yeah. And, and after he took that chair <laughs> shot like a champ, crumple physics were back. Did you see when Sting yeah. threw the chair, hit Kyle O'Reilly in the head, and he just fell over like a sack of spuds? <laughs> he is the best. He really is. He's he's a refreshing signing to AEW because I think they needed someone with his ilk to take on people like Ray Phoenix, who's a daredevil right. incarnate. Great and somebody that can here. sell for somebody like as shitty as Luchasaurus. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, and he does. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. Uh, and speaking of shitbirds, Alistair Overeem is uh, set to make his pro wrestling debut. He's going to wrestle Braun Strowman <laughs> uh, at a WS WES event that will see the return of not only Lana. But Nia Jax, oh my hole, will be back in the ring. What is this wrestling promotion and where can I get tickets? It'll be on Fight TV if you want it. And I think it's two weekends from now. Um, But Overeem has already been interviewed. And he has reported that pro wrestling now, currently, is lame. Several times he says this. Like too many times. Because he has no idea what he's saying. He also goes, and this is his words, not mine. He calls it gay. Several times because in 2022, when we don't like something, we use that word. <laughs> when Alistair Overeem doesn't like something, he uses that yes. word. Look at this. He's literally the definition of a meathead. Yeah, 100%. His neck is thicker than his forehead. And yeah. he's t- he talks out of his ass. If you want to read the interview, I believe it's on Sports Kita. You can okay. you can see the breakdown of it. And I... I tell you right now, you're going to need a cup of coffee because you're either going to get put to sleep by how boring it is, or you're going to be so enraged you need energy to run it off by how many times he uses gay slurs and the inability to get past the words lame and gay. Unreal. Yeah. Um, Can we just move the Ric Flair return to this event and I can just buy a ticket? I would love that. I would go for all of that. Just a big old train wreck show. Nia Jax is clearly going to break Lana's neck. Yeah. Braun Strowman's going to choo-choo around the ring, and then Ric Flair is just going <laughs> to... No, Braun Strowman, Strowman's the Joker now. You didn't see that? I did see that. What does it make? doesn't kill you. just makes you stranger. I can't believe WWE ever paid that clown a million dollars. He's a choo-choo train. He's a choo-choo train. Before we go into a break for ads, Adam, did you know that the Red Ranger is being sued? Yes, he's, <laughs> he's, he's not being sued. He's brought, being brought up on charges. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Charges of fraud. Criminal <laughs> charges. <laughs> The Red yeah, Ranger, the, ironically, the Red Ranger went white collar. <laughs> There's no tiger saving your ass. Nah, you, better, you better call up Tommy. Yeah. Jason, calm down, man. <laughs> 
So before Rita jumps in here and takes all of our money away from us, we are going to break away for some ads. And we do have some cool sponsors. So if you want to support us, you support sponsors. When you support them, you support us. When you support us, we bring you some pretty cool stuff. So we're going to see you on the other side. Love you, Pink Ranger. Hello, everyone. This is Brendan from the Unchefed podcast. Each week on Unchefed, we unpack a topic regarding the politics and history of our plates in the hope of becoming better eaters. That's Unchefed, available now on your preferred podcast network. Nice ink, Adam. Yeah, I got your name on my ass. <laughs> uh, I was talking about your forearm, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been taking care of it. Yeah, it looks great, man. Uh, what, are, what are you using? I'm using Lucky 13's Tattoo Cleanser and Healing Ointment. This ointment is incredibly fresh and invigorating. It effectively removes all surface oils and dirt while not dehydrating your new tattoo. Dude, I actually got some of Lucky 13's Tattoo Balm. It's all natural, not oily, and applies easily. The balm improved my color and definition, and the vibrance on this ink makes it look like it's brand new. Oh yeah, man. I found their products after taking their online quiz and it pointed me in the right direction. Hey, guess what? And right now, if you use our promo code MATA193529, you can save 25% on your entire order from their site. From the first line of your tattoo to the first year of your tattoo and beyond, Lucky 13 has you covered to keep that ink looking fresh. Welcome back. Hopefully you heard something that you like. Because again, when you support our sponsors, you support us. And when you support us, you're bringing some pretty cool stuff. Buy it. So, Adam, we are in round two. You brought some delicious beers. I did. Put that all together. We call it round two beers. What we got? Round two beers. I got another feature from the brunch, the best brunch ever festival, uh, an out-of-state beer from Front Porch Brewing in Connecticut, Wallingford, Connecticut. I know okay. it was Connecticut. I had to look at my phone. Good for old CT. It's called When I Rest, I Rust. Nice. And it is a dry-hopped German-style Pilsner. With uh, some Mandarina Barvaria hops in the dry hop, which okay. should come off a little orangey from my experience. Hmm. Um, but a, hold on, sound effect. So smooth. Uh, fun fact about this brewery I found uh, out by talking to the the lady that was pouring for them. I don't know if she was, I think she might have been a, their brewer too. I didn't yeah. get to talk to her for long enough. Um, but they're in a group up in New England with friends of the podcast, Abomination Brewing. Oh, our, no. and our good buddy Josh, Abomination. who sadly couldn't make it to the festival yeah. this weekend, he got a bit of the COVID, so he had to. What's stay that? Up. He had to stay up. <laughs> he had to. He had to stay up in uh, New England. Uh, we missed him though. We missed you, Joshy. Hopefully, we get to catch up with you soon. Absolutely. But let's pour this out and give it a try. So while you're pouring that out, uh, French Por- Front Porch Brewing can be found on all social media as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, the can art is really cool on this one. Um, the robot, I love this kind of stuff, like the the degradative art, um, especially like it's kind of like Civilization Lost a little bit. Yeah, and we got like every piece of merch they brought, we bought some of. Um, they actually had like old school, like those $2 cigarette lighters. Oh, they yeah? put their artwork on some of those. That's cool. Uh, I got a sweet t-shirt from them. I think my wife also did. And we got a support your local girl gang a little pendant that's now in the Jojitorium. Because we are definitely trying to yeah. promote uh, everything in women and beer. This is really soft. I didn't even try that's, it yet. I was too busy talking. That's the best way I can describe it. It's soft. It's good, though. Good. S-A-W-F-T. You can't teach that. <laughs> that is soft. 
Oh, I definitely get the dry hop. Yeah. So I didn't get all the subtleties of this beer when I had it on Saturday because I had a lot of 15 beers, beers before <laughs> yeah. it. Um, but this is very nice. Yeah. Really I like enjoying it. it. It's subtle. Not a lot of over. Yeah. Like, it doesn't like it doesn't attack you. It's a nice, easy drinker. And looking at their catalog, it looks like one of their um, more normal beers. It looks like they do a lot of like the fruited sours yeah, and stuff very stuff. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, much like uh, Abominations. Much you know. like Bash Brew. Much like <laughs> <laughs> who's just cremailing all summer just long, just cremailing the shit out this place. <laughs> so Adam, I did put it out there for social media smackdown in round two here, and I asked our listeners, "What brewery should we feature next?" We had some great answers here, and I agree with a lot of these. So Coven, who we spoke about earlier, I uh, stopped there Wednesday, yeah, and did a did a little wave by. They were very busy, but. Very Gave everybody so. a little wave and visited. Glad to see that they are just overwhelmed right now. They're now releasing cans. They yeah, they they had a good crowd there. It's very good crowd. Yeah, uh, levity, which is great. That'll be a road trip. Absolutely, we will to Indiana, PA. That'd be a great road trip for us. Um, Yingling at Pottsville. Someone did that. Who did that one? I sent that. Yeah, you did. That send was it. a that was a bit of a joke. I know. Like, I want to make Matt giggle. And I did. I, I was like, ooh, Coven. Ooh, Levity. Mm, yingling. She's been wherever the fuck they brew bush. <laughs> In a tub with tickle. That's a, that's a moonshiner show. Uh, Golden Age, which is out there in Homestead. Definitely have to hit them up. They Absolutely. are making some great freaking loggers. That logger the fest RPS they had styles, looked yeah. amazing. It did look really cool. Hazel Grove. It's going to be in uh, Hazelwood. Oh yeah. yeah, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, we will be featuring them for sure. Yeah, he's uh very active in the homebrew community. Nice right now before yeah. they open. Um, so yes, yeah, we will have him on. There's Maybe you- probably before they open because I think they're scheduled yeah. to open uh, next year. So. Nice. Yeah, I like that. I see that they are doing some charity events, and they're, they're some of their beers are going to some block parties and stuff. Yeah. So he's definitely doing his homework. Wonderful. He's, he's killing it. Smart man. Way to handle it. And then last but not least here, uh, Fueled by Hops posted. Fueled by Hops. It's not a brewery. Not a brewery at all. My response was, am I getting collab beers? You can send us beer. I'll drink beer. Oh, no, no, no. They'll send you good vibes. That's what I was told. Oh, uh, voodoo. No. No. No, just like you feel good. I never feel good. No. <laughs> No, Fuel by Hops, you have all these collab beers. How about you go ahead and put them in a sixer for me? We've had some of them. We have had them. I drink them before you get to them. And guess what? I like them a lot, and I want them. I don't want thoughts and prayers. I want beers. (laughs) That's what I want. So, listen, Fuel by Hops, I like you guys, but mm, give me beer. (laughs) So... Out of all these ones, if you had to pick one off the rip, Adam, who would you want to see here first? You, could, you can get to Matt's heart through his tummy. Yeah, easily. And his liver. Yeah. Um, I, ooh, I don't I mean, we'll definitely get to Hazel Grove eventually. Yeah. I really would like to support them even before they hit the For ground sure. running and then, yeah. you know, just to get their story and then help them when they open. I got to go with Coven. I mm-hmm. think um, husband and wife, I believe. Yes, uh, owned. I know it's a couple. I just didn't want to put the rings I think it's on husband the fingers. And wife. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that you know that speaks to me. 
Um, Golden Age got some money behind them. We'll get to them eventually. Yeah. But I think Coven, number one, um, and we can definitely have them on the podcast. We will have their beer on the podcast yeah. as soon as we can, uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. And, hope, yeah, hopefully we get the, to interview them before Hop Nation USA beats us to it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to ape us before us. They're, Damn it. They're, <laughs> they're on their grind, man. They really are, man. Big shout out to them. They are, they are killing it right yeah. now. I'm wearing their uh, pub club shirt this week. You can't see it because yeah. we broke our camera. We, we broke it. We broke a lot of stuff today. <laughs> the live stream got high on hot sauce and broke stuff. Thank goodness <laughs> we broke the camera after the live yeah. stream. Shout out to live stream for a cure. Uh, so, Adam, for a little bit of fun here, because we do like to kind of partake in wrestling culture, uh, insults have their place in society. And some of these insults that we use to, towards each other are, are pretty funny. But there are some classic insults that have been thrown around through the decades. What I want to do with you right now is I found a bracket of insults that really stoke the nostalgia in you. You've probably been called some of these things. I get called some of these things now. Yeah, I'm um, looking down the list. I think I've been called every single one of these yeah. at some point. So what I want to do with you right now is, is I seeded them, and I want to go ahead and kind of go head-to-head here to see if we can find the most nostalgic uh, insult we can use and we'll make it a drop or something. So we'll, we'll find the, the winner and then we'll record something, make it a fun drop so we can throw it in an episode. Sounds good. All right, cool. So these iconic insults will be pitted against each other and we're going to pick the one that reigns supreme. So Adam, first and foremost, dipshit versus dingus. Well, I mean, Jake and the dingus. Yeah. This episode's sponsor, I don't see that as an insult anymore. Nope. So, And I love saying dipshit, so dipshit moves on. <laughs> For all those reasons, I pick the same. I love Dingus is real old school. Dingus is. Yeah. I, I, I say that one to get giggles. Yeah. I would say, look, we fucking dingus. Which is why I love Jake and the dingus, because when they say it, it really just it, it tickles me. Like uh, moonshiners. Yes. 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 <laughs> How about this one? Pussy versus dweeb. <laughs> I got called both of these insults this weekend because really? I put donuts in a beer <laughs> from, a, from a former guest on this podcast. Um, I think, uh, I think, I don't know how to phrase this, so I'm just going to say it. Pussy cuts deeper. <laughs> so I would, I'm voting for pussy to move on. I would agree. With I don't you. know how else to phrase that. I was trying to rephrase it in my head thirteen different ways, and it just cu- it just cuts. Deeper. Pussy cuts deeper than dweeb. Pussy cuts yeah. deeper. That's uh, gonna be our new T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> I've been called a dweeb a lot in my life because I wear glasses, and I, I have since first grade. And you are. We're both dweeb. Oh, we're both nerds. Dweebs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we do a wrestling podcast. We're dweeb. Super nerds. <laughs> um, but I think you're right. Pussy does cut deeper. I hear. I'm called a pussy more now as an adult than I am a dweeb, so I'm going to go with pussy on this one. I think find I had, that in our uh, t-shirt shop. Yeah, <laughs> redbubble.com. Redbubble.com next week. <laughs> How about weenie versus weakling? Two very low rung, very elementary yes, very uh, insults. So. Elementary. Uh, weenie makes me laugh more, so <laughs> weenie wins for me in the battle of the W's. Weakling comes across meaner. So are we going for laughs or are we going for like... You're right. Yeah, weakling is meaner. Weakling, you're saying that to... You're not going to call me a weenie and then try to fist fight me. No. Like but weakling, yeah. Okay, I agree. Yeah, weakling is... Weakling yeah. cuts deeper. Also, weakling kind of links to other ones that we'll get into here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How about 
one that cuts me deep, fatso versus imbecile, because I've been fat my entire life. <laughs> imbecile is technically a classification on the IQ right. test, yeah. uh, and it's very old school to me. I think fat insulting somebody's physical features is way yeah. Uh, way worse. So Fatso is going to move on for me as well. Yeah, for all the childhood trauma that I've endured over the years, I'm also going to pick Fatso. <laughs> for, all, for all the men of larger carriage out there, Fatso goes forward. How about dickhead versus your mother? <laughs> dickhead won that battle once. That's how I was born. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, your mama jokes are just funny to me at this point. Yeah. Dickhead... Uh, dickheads is uh, pretty pretty good. Uh, I'm gonna go with dickhead. I would agree with you on that one. I I think at this point, uh, saying your mother doesn't really disturb me as much as if someone calls me a dickhead. I'm gonna kind of like, okay, this is what's gonna go down. You see, my, my mother. I usually have something like she'd break your dick. Or You've something. insulted your mother more than I've heard anybody oh, yeah. insult anybody's mother. Yeah, I have. You're a, you're self deprecating on your mother. Oh, 100. Yeah, percent yeah, yeah. Poor woman. <laughs> she's a sweet lady she's a saint <laughs> how about loser versus four eyes four eyes means nothing to you boy are we no i wear glasses i've worn glasses since second grade yeah but you're so comfortable wearing contacts yeah i wear contacts way past their expiration date yeah same it doesn't bug me at all dailies how about yearlies uh, i got <laughs> i got monthlies that are more like uh biannuals <laughs> they're like hey man you know those are daily contacts right? i'm like how much do they cost they're fucking monthlies <laughs> um yeah, four eyes is nothing new to me. Loser is also nothing new to me. Uh, I think you could twist loser and uh, you could combine that with other words to make a better insult. So yeah. I'm going loser. I want to pick loser as well because I think four eyes only focuses on a certain demographic. Yeah, and it doesn't really matter. It's not going to be dickhead in the next round. No. <laughs> How about bitch versus bozo? I have a – can I say right now? I want bozo to win so fucking bad because bitch is so overplayed. Bozo bitch is, is very overplayed because I I call you my bitch all the time all the time it's a term of endearment it really it has become a yeah. very nice like you're like oh you're my bitch Dude, Bozo is such a throwback isn't it though he's a Bozo you can go ahead and move Bozo I'm, forward I'm I can't promise to. much after this round but no I'll take your argument with because that. it's gonna go against either clown or scumbag Bozo the clown man <laughs> I don't know clown has made a resurgence in bro culture over the last it like, has three years but i fucking hate bro culture so i do much. too but i do love calling people a clown yeah. to a point i like the memes where it's like the guy putting the face paint yeah. on and so if i keep working and not use vacation days and never take a day off right. and keep grinding you're, you're a just, bitch you're just, you're just clowning yourself <laughs> so i'm gonna vote clown actually i'm gonna bags go too old school it's played out I'm going to go with clown, too, because I think at this point, kids actually don't understand what being called a scumbag is. You're being called a used condom. Yeah. And I don't think kids understand that. Yeah. We did, because we were using that shit. I don't wear that greasy coat. <laughs> nah, man. I'm all about that free life. So how about we go back up top? We go to dipshit versus <laughs> pussy. <laughs> hey, I'm getting behind our merch line. Pussy cuts deeper. Pussy yeah. moves forward. My I'm mind. I'm going to go with pussy all day. I think that pussy goes along with so many other insulting. It's in every freaking movie from the 90s. Easily, yeah. Uh, how about weakling versus fatso? Uh, wow, that the, would be – that sounds like a WrestleMania match. It really is. That yeah. old David versus Goliath coming <laughs> back up again. Uh, Shawn Michaels and Vader. I mean, I know what I, know what I am, and I'm pushing forward fatso. Yeah. 
Thank you. I'm glad you said it because if we don't just go ahead and just admit, I'm just owning are. it. I thought I was chubby in college, and now I look at pictures of me in college. I was like, oh, I'd love to be. I that wish skinny. I could be that. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's a picture of you on my shoulders. Yeah, we both look great. It's amazing. We both look great. That's how we. That's how we pulled all them ladies back. Yeah, then. we did. You get on my shoulders. I miss college. Yeah. Oh, he's on his shoulders. Their dicks have to be at least twelve <laughs> inches long. <laughs> we put the big trench coat on. Like, yeah. We want one ticket for the movie, please. <laughs> You're 11 foot tall. <laughs> Sir, you're not fooling anybody. Yes, we are. <laughs> you can talk to my cousin Dennis Rodman, motherfucker. I was going to poke my head through we the crotch. We are a tall family. Poke my head through the crotch would be like. <laughs> <laughs> so how about dickhead versus loser? Dickhead's killing that yeah, one, Yeah, dick, dickhead's destroying that dickhead one. Dickhead might win this whole thing. It just might. However, if it gets to be between dickhead and pussy, we might have a showdown here. Bozo versus clown. They're synonymous. There was a famous clown called Bozo. Yeah. Named Bozo. I want to say Bozo moves forward because clown is too basic and Bozo... I Bozo feel- specific, yeah. a specific clown. Yeah. I agree. Okay. So let's go back up here now. We are running pussy versus fatso. I can't say what I want to say. Go ahead. Do it. I love a good fat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> We're not saying things we like. We're going on insults. Ugh. Pussy. Yeah. Pussy cuts deeper. Pussy Buy the t-shirt. always cuts deeper. Buy the t-shirt. We're not going to have a podcast soon. <laughs> dickhead versus bozo. You know it. It's dickhead. dickhead. All yeah. right. These so are, These are getting... Sweet. Here we go. This is what we thought it was going to be. Oh, no. Dickhead versus pussy. Again, how I was born. Um... Pussy, man. Pussy is the worst insult from our elementary school days. I mean, there's other worse ones that we're oh, not yeah, saying on the we podcast. Can't say that. Um, Some things don't age well from right. the '90s. And neither did pussy, really. Like, I think yeah. I still think that's like kind of a dirty word. Um, yeah. I try not to use it in public, but we're saying it a lot on this podcast. Yes. Uh, so for those, we're all, saying it for a purpose. For <laughs> all of those reasons, I think pussy is the worst insult on your bracket of insults here. I would agree as well. I think that because that word. Has so many derogatory meanings yeah. behind it. Yeah, and dickhead's just like, when in comparison, it's just kind of throwaway, to be honest. 100%. Yeah. I think at this point, you're looking at you're looking at a word that has traversed across movies, music, art, everything. It's, it, that, that word sticks out more than any of these words. When I looked at this list, that was the word to me that was like, ugh. I actually cringed a little bit when I saw it. Because it carries so much weight, and you're right. We're saying it so much here now, but I barely say it. Right. Like, Yeah, like I got called it about the beer fest this weekend, oh, yeah. and I remember that insult. I got called a bunch of things. But that's, there, that's, but the, one that's that the one that sticks. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah. All right, so, hey, man, we might put it on a T-shirt. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Red Bubble might not like that very much. We're going to have to find another distributor. I have a very specific contract. You already got, you already got us kicked off of T-Public for, with T- your dirty mouth. T-Public was like, we don't like it you use that word. I'm what, the C word? They're like, yeah. I'm like, you don't like cock? <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam, we're moving on to questions from the internet. So, Adam. No, 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 no. I, want your, I see the script here. I want your there's – yeah. there's a word missing. You have, a, you have a line here that says, do you have any suggestions for substitutes? Oh, I missed that. Yeah, and you missed okay. that. Um, and I want that. Suggestions for substitutes. There's that- one that I use all the time that's not on the list. I'm not saying it would win. Okay. But fuck face should be oh, on Oh, yeah. 
Oh, I say shit bird all the time. I say fuck face all the time. I would I, say and uh, I love it. It's my crutch. I know yeah. that, but fuck face should be on the list. And I say shit bird. Shit bird's a good one. Shit bird, yeah, because it's it's something I heard my mom call me when I was a little kid. That makes sense. That yeah. sounds like a, something your mom was. Very, very Green County. <laughs> you little shit bird. <laughs> I ran away once. She's like, get your ass in the car, you little shit bird. <laughs> so Adam, let's go into questions from the internet. Um, I want you to poorly explain our podcast. Two dickheads talk about wrestling <laughs> and then insult each other by calling the, I don't know. It's definitely just two dickheads talking wrestling. I'm going to go back and I'm going to use a lot of the words here. Two dipshit pussies that are weakling fatzos talk dickheaded loser bozo clown shit bird stuff about wrestling. Horror <laughs> movies candy. We just talk fat dude stuff. Poorly explain your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I would Two say, dudes talk about a lot of shit they don't know anything about. Yep. And You're, never have done before. Tune to the live stream for the cure. <laughs> While they drink beer. Yeah. Uh, what sports team would you like to see win a championship? So I'm going to like try to not go Homer with this and yeah. like go out on a, go out on a limb. Uh, I've always kind of had a soft spot for the Raiders. Their fans look like real fucking Neanderthals, <laughs> and I love that. I, I yes. think I could be a Raiders fan if like Pittsburgh didn't have a football team. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I would say I'm really in love with the Toronto J- uh, Blue Jays. I want to see. Okay. I want to see them win. I like them a lot. Um, I don't know. It's just a it's a franchise in baseball that never really caused any issues, but they always seem to be like right on the yeah, cusp. I can't think of a baseball team. Yeah. I mean, the Cubbies won one, so yeah. they're done. Yeah, I just don't like baseball. <laughs> yeah, it's dude, it's hard to like baseball because we're from Pittsburgh and, just, and the Pirates yeah, suck I mean, so I love, bad. I do love going to the ballpark and just drinking yeah. beers and bullshitting, but it I can, I can, it's just like a spot the day drinking for me. It's not an event. It's not a game. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Uh, what team would you like to wipe off the face of the earth? Chelsea Football Club. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Why? Yeah. What is that? All the money in the world and all the players in the world. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Premier League would be better off without you. Oh, no. Yeah. You pissed off so many of our listeners. Your food sucks, too. <laughs> Chelsea, gone. <laughs> See ya. Oh, my God. What's yours? I, I was going to pick Chelsea, but you talked. <laughs> no, you weren't. No, I wasn't. I wasn't going to pick them at all. Uh, the Washington Capitals. Ooh. I hope that Tom Good Wilson one. gets into a minor car accident that causes him not to play sports ever again, but he doesn't get so hurt that he can't be with his family. He has to watch from the sidelines. Yes. I want him to not have function of his left knee. I just, I hate the Washington Capitals so much. I can't stand them. And it's mainly because of Tom Wilson. When it, con- when it comes to Tom Wilson, I'm a little more violent than you. I'd like for him to get like halfway through one of the, um, oh no, I lost it. You wanted to ha- get oh, happy. like halfway through one of the hostile punishments, but not die. Oh, but like severe really amount of pain. hurt. Yeah, yeah. like the yeah. flamethrower to the eye thing. That would be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm with you on that one. I just don't like choppy, him. choppy a leg, leg. Maybe like oh yeah, you know the, the old uh, cut the Achilles tendon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Fuck he's you, Tom a, Wilson. He's a dick. <laughs> Do you have a favorite not, uh, '80s cartoon villain? '80s cartoon. Villain. Yeah. Wiley Coyote. <laughs> fucking no. No, not really. I do. Shredder. Shredder. Was that 80s? It was. Oh, I thought that was 90s. Nah, it, well, it's late 80s into the night, but he, uh, uh, the first episode is like 87, 88. 
Okay. Like Shredder. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll I'll join you on that one. Shredder? I don't. Yeah, I can't think of another eighties cartoon. What about a uh, Scooby Doo Skeletor? Oh, I love me some Skeletor. Yeah, you love Skeletor. You're right. Fuck. Yeah. I can't believe I missed that. Right. Yeah, who was the Who was the villain for um, Space Ghost? It was uh, Zordak. Yeah, he sucked. Skeletor Dude, no, come on. Zordak was... Skeletor would kick his ass. <laughs> uh, Brack was pretty funny, too. Beans. What's your favorite zombie movie? For me, it's a tie between Dawn of the Dead, the remake, actually. And Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. Because there's that one scene. <laughs> yeah. Return of the Living Dead's funny. Yeah. And there's a sensical, uh, nonsensical mm-hmm. scene in a graveyard that I love. Yeah. yeah. I love um, Resident Evil Final Chapters. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you steal my Chelsea Thunder, motherfucker. <laughs> Coming with some random it's bullshit. It's so terrible. Um, I would say if I my favorite zombie movie to sit down with right now and I can watch from beginning to end. I love uh, Train to Busan. That's a good one. Amazing. Good one. And then I would say uh, for a American Port, nothing really matches Train to Busan for me. I think that's a really good one. But I would say the 28 Days Later, not 28 Weeks, but 28 Days Later, really enjoyed that one as well. I have to sit down with it. I like both of those. I don't remember which one I liked better. I like 28 Days Later because it was a little more gritty. 28 Weeks Later was more like, grandiose had more of like a like a studio backing okay so like yeah. which one were they in the church and the fast zombie priest comes the first one okay, yeah like that. whenever he like, that he like says hello and he stands up and like stares up yeah. oh yeah and they're like oh shit yeah that it's the first one yeah so it's adam great speed zombies on this oh yeah show. the rage virus so yeah. fucking good so adam unfortunately we are moving into the end of this podcast so i gotta know because we do have some stuff here. But I'm having fun. What's on tap and where? I want to call you us? more bad words. No, you can't. We went through the bracket already. <laughs> and that bad word that we shouldn't say very often won. Uh, you, sh- you fuck face. <laughs> um, so uh, instead of go- what's on tap, I do have the Drunken Donut and the Kicking Kitty Porter from the Best Brunch Ever Festival. Um, please hit me up if you want to try it. We can bottle it up. Um free to take home whatever you want to do um but i do really really want to focus on our make peace not war cream ale is available as you're listening to this it's yeah. finishing up carb uh, i'm talking to you on friday where i just kegged it it'll be ready on sunday when you're listening to this um and this is a very important uh beer and a very important uh charity we are going to promote all summer long um it's make peace not war again cream ale coming in at five percent uh, for a ten dollar donation, you will get a twenty two ounce big bottle Ooh, bomber. of it. Yes, bomber bottle of it uh, with the custom label made by Hoot Design and First at Brewbox. And uh, your ten dollars will go to uh, Red Cross Ukraine and a uh, pet uh, rescue that we are friends with in the Ukraine. Nice that my wife is friends with that we talked about last week. So we're going to collect all the money, split it in half at the end of the summer. And donate to both charities, all going to the Ukraine, 100% of it. Um, our donation is buying bottles and caps all summer. Um, Hoot Design got in in conjunction with a label designer that I will bring to you guys next week. They're out of Ohio that donated the labels. Yeah. So we didn't we didn't have to pay anything but shipping for the labels. Oh, wonderful. Um, so, yeah, please just uh, support. Um, along with that, we will accept donations on this, on the uh, donut beer 
and the Kicking Kitty and another beer that we will announce next week. We will accept donations for all of those. All of the money will go to Ukraine yeah. um, up until July, and then that cream ale will continue through the summer. Um, so, yeah, Donut, Kicking Kitty Porter. Fuck it. I'll announce it right now. It's Thick Flare. It's our Strawberry Starburst yes! Milkshake IPA. That will also join the ranks in a few weeks here. Um, and actually, those will just – everything we got, we'll accept donations for on those. Yeah. Um, until while supplies last, and that'll all go to Ukraine. But yep. the cream ale, we will be rebrewing all summer. Mm-hmm. You'll see it's at uh, a lot of the festivals yep. um, this summer, and, and, and come and enjoy it at those festivals. Uh, you can hit us with Venmo, cash. Again, all donation. Yep. We are making no profit. We're not allowed legally nope. to make profit. We don't want to. We nope. want to help the Ukraine out. It's a, it's a great uh, cause. We joined up with it a few months ago, but we were very busy making – other beers, so we're a little bit. I think we're maybe the second or third brewery to get on it finally. Yeah, but that cream ale is ready. It's tasting great. Cream world order. Throw it up, Captain. So, if you want to go on, I'm down here at the Brew Lab. Is at Bash underscore Brew on all social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He is very active on Twitter. He's also on Untapped. If you want to go with the boys down here and Judge Choi, we are at DKNWTB on all social media. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to send in your questions, comments, and whatever, it's uh, decayandwtb at gmail.com. Don't forget about our Redbubble, where dad hats consistently stay at $19.52, where uh, Pussy Better Than Dickhead t-shirts will be coming out. I'm going to work on those over the weekend. Um, so, <laughs> And thanks again for everyone who tuned into the live stream for the Cure event. We had a fun time doing that, and we hope to do more events like that in the future. Um, so from the judge touring where we broke our computers and cameras until, you know, wherever you guys are listening to this on this beautiful Sunday morning until next time. Cheers. Cheers to you, Matt. You bozo fuckface clown dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>